the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, first, before I get started on this mini episode today, I want to uh, want to apologize. I know it's been about two weeks, or just about two weeks, since we've had an episode out, and that's mostly my fault. We've been uh, been very busy, or I guess I've been very busy. I'm in the middle of moving, selling my house. Uh, just been pretty busy. Then I had a trip planned that I have have had planned for a while and wasn't going to cancel it. So yeah, anyway, um, just just a lot going on. Uh, we should be recording an episode this weekend, and that should be out early next week, but I wanted to jump on here on my lunch break at work and give you guys something, and here's a little mini episode of a few things I've had on my mind. Uh, the first is, uh, I guess, entitled people. So um, where I work, you know, I had one of my guys... That, that works for me and kind of jokingly jokingly but at the same time not so much um it's just interesting how some people feel they're entitled to either somebody's labor or uh somebody's wages somebody's services um you know we, we see it all the time with you know the millionaires bernie sanders and his there should be no millionaires and billionaires and blah 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 and, you know, take someone like Jeff Bezos, for instance. You know, he created a product that everybody in the world uses. It's a good product. You know, Amazon's great. Now, I don't like what Amazon's doing to small businesses, but it does work very well. And I don't know if anybody can actually deny that. Um, and, you know, good for you, Jeff Bezos. You made something that worked really well. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I support Jeff Bezos because I can't stand corporatism. But... Uh, Anyways, Jeff Bezos made a lot of money, but there are people that they feel entitled to that money and they do it via taxes, you know, tax the millionaires and billionaires at 50% or more of, of their, their wealth because we shouldn't have millionaires and billionaires in this country. And that just, that just blows my mind. Like, you know, in a capitalist society, the incentive to get ahead is to make something, create a product and make money. I mean, that's really it. But, you know, you've got these socialists and communists that don't believe that, you know, everything should be classless and, and yada, 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 you name it. But anyway, I guess back to the original point here, you know, people that feel entitled. So told you, I'm, you know, the beginning of the episode, I was selling my house, you know, I'm in the middle of doing a lot of things. And obviously I've come into a large sum of money that is for a new home. It's not for me to go, you know, but anyways, but talking to some people about things and they're just, Hey, you know, are you going to buy us pizza? Well, no, I'm not going to buy you pizza. 
I have bills just like you have bills. Well, come on, you got all this money, you can afford you can afford to buy us pizza. And I know this person, these people, I guess, they're they're joking, but at the same time, there's a level of seriousness in there. And that's a problem with this, uh, I guess, the, how, how things are in the United States recently is, is they feel they're entitled, because I guess I'm their boss, but they're entitled to to my wages or to, you know, something of mine. And that's a big problem in this country. Um, you know, I'm a regular person just like everybody else. I have a family, I have a wife, I have a kid. I have a house payment, car payment, insurance. I have all the same regular bills that every regular Joe in the United States has. But for some reason, because I've come into a large sum of money, then I sh should feel obligated to offer something to somebody else. And you know, it's one thing if I have this feeling on my own and I just go do it versus someone who feels that they are entitled to something that I got. And that's that's huge. And that, that and that's something very wrong with that. Um, the only time someone is entitled to something is when they trade a good or service or money or something for something else. If I go to the grocery store and I buy a candy bar and I give them money, then then at that point I am entitled to that candy bar. I have we have we've come we've come up with a mutual trade. Me and the grocery store, they get their money, I get my candy bar, so I'm entitled to that. Just like they're entitled to that money at that point in time. But that is it. You don't just you're just not entitled to somebody else's stuff because you feel, you know, it's unfair or gimme 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 want want want. Um, it's just interesting to, you know, like I said, the guy, I know he was joking, but at the same time, there is a level of seriousness there because that happens a lot. I've, you know, been doing the management thing and I've had teams of anywhere from 30 to 70 people underneath me, uh, for a long time now. And you get those people that they just feel, well, you're the boss. You should do this for us. Well, no, the only thing you're entitled to at this place is a paycheck because you give labor to the company in return for a paycheck. So the, in, the entitlement of, of anything else other than benefits or a paycheck or something you agreed to when you were hired in, you're not entitled to anything else. So it's, it's just interesting how, I mean, really, you know, it goes back to the Bernie Sanders thing, like the millionaires and billionaires, and so many people think there shouldn't be those kind of people in this country, and they're entitled to that person's money and that it, it blows my mind how that has become the norm or come the standard and and the reason i know it's become the norm and the standard is because you have people like this guy at work that says well you should buy us pizza because you have x amount of money now no no i don't and I, i'm never fuck off really i mean anyways uh the next thing i want to talk about on this little quick mini episode was um vaccines for children so Pfizer and BioNTech are now working with the FDA to make vaccines available for children 2 to 11 years old. And that's kind of crazy. So for a group of a population group that is virtually not affected by COVID-19. I mean, yes, I get it. There are the outliers. There's that crazy story of the kid that had leukemia and he got COVID-19 and he passed away. That's very unfortunate. And it's very sad. But that kid also had a huge comorbidity 
that kid could have caught the common flu and it does happen and it has happened and the kid could have passed away uh, he could have got the uh, cold he could have I mean there's a thousand things any other kind of illness or virus because your immune system is hugely weakened when you have something like leukemia or cancer or some other major illness or disease so on average uh, the last stat I heard and this was a while ago but the last stat for kids was basically one-eighth of a child out of every 100,000 pass away from COVID-19. That is one-eighth of a child. So basically one out of every 800,000 kids will pass away. That's, I mean, that, that's such a small number. It's virtually zero. But we want to give them this vaccine anyways. Now, Pfizer and BioNTech want to do it for one reason and one reason only, and that's money. Um, they just released their like last quarter earnings here just a while back. I think I saw it like maybe at the beginning of the week. And I think if I remember right, it was three and a half billion dollars they made off the COVID-19 vaccine. Now they have a whole set of uh, population, a whole group, an untapped market that hasn't even been accessed yet that they can go after. And they're gonna now... The COVID religion folks, they are just hooping and a holler, and this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, um, then you've got the the schools. What about the blue states that make it mandatory for before children can be enrolled in public school, they must be vaccinated for COVID-19. Now, if this was like every other vaccine, then sure, why not? I'm not anti-vax, I'm very pro-vaccine. The problem is the COVID-19 vaccines, every one of them in are still, uh, they're still experimental. And that's what's, that's what's mind blowing is we are making it mandatory to force something experimental into someone's body. All other vaccines have been around for a long time. We know how they work. We have plenty of case studies to go see. People can make really educated guesses. The COVID-19 vaccine hasn't even been around for a year yet, yet we are going to force people into taking this. And don't for once think that it's not going to happen at schools. It's going to happen. There's going to have to be some, be some people that go and fight back. You already got private businesses that are trying to make it mandatory. You've got tons of stuff that are trying to make it mandatory. And eventually, I I, I mean, I, I just know that it's going to try to become a mandatory thing in the military because it's already mandatory in the military to take a lot of vaccines. Um, so it's it's just crazy things. Uh, and, and, and the COVID religion people just think it's the greatest thing, you know, because you can get that jab and that is the baptism into the religion because... They're all fucking nuts. Um, Pfizer and BioNTech, they're they're thinking like cha-ching, 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 dollar signs, baby. Um, and I, a lot of us people like us that listen to this podcast and myself and Wade, and we're just kind of like, what the fuck? We have no idea what the long-term side effects for this vaccine are going to be. No idea. Um, and, and, you know, one of the people that are most involved in it is Bill Clinton. And I'm sorry, not Bill Clinton, Bill Gates. And that guy is creepy as fuck because he's a hardcore eugenicist. He believes in population control. He's made a big push for this vaccine. And if that doesn't tell you something, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's right there, folks. Go, 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 go watch the TED Talks and, and read the articles and 
these people they are very open about population control and uh and that's and that's an, actually an episode i don't want to go too much into this because i do want to have an episode soon about eugenics and bill gates and klaus schwab and people of like the world economic forum and just kind of talk about that because that that is a whole nother wild thing to go down but anyways um the last topic i want to talk about on this mini episode is um uh, uh factories so I was reading an article, I think, two days ago from CNN, I believe. And basically, there are not enough factory workers to produce stuff. So in the article, they gave the example of the HVAC industry. And there are plenty of HVAC technicians out to go install and service air conditioners and heaters and whatnot. But the plants that actually produce those air conditioning units and those heaters uh they don't have enough people to do it and that's just one example um there's tons and tons of factories and skilled labor jobs out there that are hiring like crazy but nobody wants to go do it and why do you think it's because everyone's getting universal basic income for the most part. I mean, yeah, they're not calling it that yet, but that's what it's going to be. So last, last, uh, about this time last year, I did get furloughed from my job. I do work in a factory of sorts and I got furloughed for three months. Now I got the, in Kansas, the max unemployment is $488 a week. And then they had that $600, uh, you know, um, the COVID relief deal where you got an extra $600 a week. And then my, my company I work for does this thing called income extension aid. So I got another chunk of money on top of that. Well, I was making decent money. Now there's a lot of people that have never made that kind of money before. So they're making more money sitting at home, not doing anything instead of getting a job and going doing that. Now you have Obamacare or, or universal health care, the hell you ever want to call it. You can get on that. Now you can get this unemployment uh, where, you know, they're right now they're, I think they're only doing $300. Yeah. They're only doing $300 a, uh, a week extra. Plus if you, if you qualify for the max amount, so you could make $788, you could have health care for free. Um, you know, you could go get food stamps, Pretty soon, if, if you filed your taxes, the child tax credit, if it's a child under six years old, it's $300 a month. If it's over six, it's like seven to 18, it's $250 a month. If you have a couple kids, you can make some money there. I mean, they are setting this up to where you don't have to go back to work ever, really. You get this universal basic income. Now I can already see where this is going because what happens when these big major corporations, GM, Ford, actually Ford never did take a bailout, uh, but all these big, uh, big corporations that have taken these government checks to keep people, to, or sorry, to, to keep their business afloat, um, eventually what happens? Well, hey, you know what? We're going to bail you out, but here's the stipulation. We own the means of that production now. What is that? What is that? That's that's a communist, that's a socialist, that's a fascist. When the when the state owns the means of production, that is what that that is what that is. I can already see it. They're gonna start taking bailouts pretty soon. The state owns the means of production. This is a communist or a socialist wet dream. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, 
because they just keep handing out money, printing money, handing out money, printing money, handing out money. People don't want to go back to work. I mean, it was it was kind of cool having three months off last year. Nice long vacation, you know. Um, but at the same time, I also know where that goes, and I, I can't. I just can't be that guy. And when they called me back to work, I came back to work. Um, but it's just wild, wild things going on right now. Um, it's not, I don't think it's going to get any better. The, a lot of factory jobs out there. Every time I drive, you know, even a place as simple as fast food, every time I go buy a place with fast food, it's, uh, you know, ton, tons of now hiring signs all over the place. Um, it, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, they've got to stop this, but it's not, it's not going to stop. It's become the new normal, this $300 a month child tax credit thing and 250 for children above uh, six years old. It's, it's, it's going to be the new normal. It's going to be the new thing. Basically you just say, just set in stone universal basic income. And, uh, this is everything that these people have been fighting for. So people like us, like Wade, like I said, the listeners, like, uh, I guess we'll be the ones that got to start fighting back against it. Call your congressmen, call your, you know, your Congress people, sorry, uh, your legislatures, whenever there's something like a bill that they're trying to pass. But anyways, folks, that will do it for this mini episode. Like I said, sorry, we haven't got one out recently. Um, we should be recording one this weekend, be out early next week, full length, normal episode, try to get back on a regular schedule. I should be pretty close to being done with the whole selling and moving here in the next two weeks. And uh, then we can figure it out what we're going to do with that because, well, the recording studio is going to get moved to Wade's most likely. And, uh, and we'll go from there. Anyway, folks, uh, that's it for this mini episode. Have yourself a wonderful day. Bye-bye.